have uh, some uh, financial statements that, if you're into that kind of thing, that are available. Uh, just raise your hand. One per household, if possible. Uh, if if um, if you'd like one of those, Sarah can pass one to you. Now, this is to just re update you all on just how we're doing as a family, where we're going. Uh, it's just, it's a bit of a formality, but it's, it's, it's still, um, I think, Holy Spirit given that we, we do things like this. I think it's still very much a part of our, of our worship. Um, we have a wonderful leadership team um, that I love working with. And we met as a board and as a leadership team last Sunday night for our annual general meeting. So this is kind of just a quick update on that. Um, just some of the, some of the results of that. Um, we do have, I think, all of our leadership team here today. We have on our oversight team, we kind of have uh, two bodies of leaders. One is our oversight, one is our stewardship that that work together, but each kind of has their own focus. And we have um, our oversight team is, uh, along with Kathleen and myself, uh, we have Alec and Crystal. Alec, could you just stand? Kathleen, could you stand? Dawson and Leona, could you guys stand? And, oh, Leona, you're in. Good. Awesome. We also have in our stewardship team, we have Karen Chupa. And we have... Just, yeah, go ahead, Stan. And Dean Nauman. Awesome. So these guys are, are part of our oversight and stewardship team, and we have board members that, not board, B-O-R-E-D, but you know what I mean, board. We have board members that are represented from each team. That uh, if it's a couple that's on the board, then it's one vote for the couple, which is sometimes challenging, but, but they have to agree. So let's, yeah, let's give them a good hand. We, I appreciate these guys. Dan and Kirsten were part of our leadership team up until summer, but with Kirsten's adventure with Oxford and all their travels for these two years, they're on a hiatus. I already have the date booked when they will be back on. Just kidding. Uh, of course, Dixie resigned earlier this year. Um, it was just hard for her to be on the board when she's in Vanderhoof with Art. Uh, but she and Art are going to be doing lower posts with us this summer, so that's fun. And of course, John and Jeannie resigned as of, uh, I think, September. Um, and after a very prolonged and faithful season of service, which we really, really appreciated. Um, it's just that in a church like this, it's easy to go on forever. So it was good for them to take a break. Uh, but they continue to be very much a part of our, our church. We also have Monica here, who is our bookkeeper and our accountant, who, by the way, my mental health has just increased wonderfully uh, since Monica came on, uh, improved. Where is Monica? Can you stand, Monica? This is Monica. And she just does a fantastic job with our accounting and our, and our finances. So uh, just to quickly give some context, um, just with our regards to our mission, uh, you've seen this over the last few weeks. 
this is a Celtic symbol of the Trinity. I love the, the fact of the, the unbroken line that represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we kind of have uh, put our mission kind of around this. What, what I love about the Trinity, I've been reading a lot about it lately in a spiritual theology course I'm taking. I'm almost done Regent, by the way. I'm, going to plan, I'm trying to set the record for the longest student ever at Regent from the beginning to the end. Alpha and Omega, ancient of days. I started in 92, and I'm graduating a year from now. So there you go. So I'm on my uh, second last course on the Trinity, spirituality. My, my concentration is spiritual theology, which I absolutely love. Uh, really fits in with reading this uh, Cascadia and the blog and all that stuff that I'm doing. But uh, the Trinity, if, the way that they work, it's really powerful how that the Father's primary area of responsibility was creation. The Son's primary responsibility was in His redemption. And the Holy Spirit's primary responsibility is our sanctification and, and getting us ready as the bride to meet the bridegroom, Right? But what's really powerful is you read Scripture closely that they were all involved with creation. And the thought hit me, because as a, as a, I'm, I'm also part of the Vineyard National team right now that's going to be replacing Gary and Joy when they resign this summer. Uh, Kathy and I are a part of that, that Vineyard National team. And the thought hit me, the universe is being led by a team. You ever thought about that? They, yeah, and they have to get along. <laughs> The universe is being led by a team. So the Father has primary responsibility with creation, but how many know the Son was involved too? And so was the Holy Spirit. The Son has primary responsibility for our redemption, but the Father was involved, and so was the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has primary responsibility for our sanctification, but the Father and the Son are involved. I love that passage in 1 Corinthians 12 where Paul says there's different operations of the Spirit, but it's the same God. There's different ministries, but it's the same Lord. Different manifestations, but the same Spirit. So, so God works together, and, and so we, we want to be at church in that Spirit. We don't want anybody working alone. You may take a primary responsibility over something, but we want you to be in a team, because that's what God has modeled for us. He's a community. So, so our, our three areas of focus as a church are worship, community, and mission. And we always, in our leadership teams, and we want you to feed back. If you see we're kind of crumbling in one of these, we want, to, we want you to feed back. We want to hear from you because we decide how we're allocating our resources and our activities through this grid as a church. We're always looking at this grid in our mission. Now, related to evangelism, our, in the last uh, month, we, we've been talking about Related to evangelism, evangelism is endeavoring to offer every person an opportunity to encounter the good news of Jesus. That is our, that's, that's our agenda. That's what we're about in this city. If, if we weren't and Jesus would come, we'd, you know, we'd be together and, and the whole thing would be wrapped up and done. Well, that's what we're doing. Now, the other aspect of that is discipleship, is helping people to mature, develop, and thrive as fully devoted followers of Jesus. So we don't want to just see people come to Christ. We want to see people mature in Christ. So there are two sides of the same coin. Jesus said, go and make disciples. So that's what we're about. Now, evangelism isn't the only part of our mission. Social justice is a whole part of our mission. Right? 
There's, there's other aspects of our mission. We want strong marriages and families. There's, you know, we, we're, we're getting ready to marry off Vern and Lydia in July and, and uh, Peter and Jessica in, in, uh, in June the 3rd. And any other candidates? Let me know. No, just kidding. And um, we want to take our time with that. But uh, that, that's part of our mandate. So it's, don't, don't, don't say, well, you know, we're not into social justice. We're, we think that just we need to get people saved fire insurance, you know. No, no, no. It's all, it's all part of it. And if, and if we, in fact, if we neglect any part, we're no longer evangelizing. All right? So these are actually two sides of the same coin. So keep that all in mind. As we, we reflected on our year last year, we reflected on some of our highlights. When was our lower post breakthrough? We had probably the most significant breakthrough in lower post that we've seen in all the 17 years we've been going. Incredible uh, reconciliation. We had a great team. That was a very, I was talking to Dawson about this on Friday. They were a very prayerful team. It seemed like it was a team that was very, you know, not depending on how smart and how organized, nothing wrong with those things, but very, very powerful in prayer and prophetic and intercession. And I, I think we saw the fruit of that. And a lot of you, whether you went or not, were involved in that. Lots of you were involved as senders. You, you contributed financially. You prayed for us. So again, the team thing. It's not, senders and goers are all part of it. Amen? You missionaries, amen? Senders and goers are all part of the same team t- together. And we did that as a church together, even though there was only eight or ten of us as a team up there. I think our missions projects, we saw some exciting things last year. Some fundraisers, some energy around that. The Maasai Choir that was here in October, the the coins for kids to Burma, and the, the, the awareness. Continue to pray for that situation in Burma. I'll get Ralph to give us an update in the near future. Just, just, uh, just the painful, wrenching things going on, and it needs our intercession in our prayers. Uh, we set as our goal last year becoming a more compassionate, hospitable, and welcoming community, and I think we saw that. I, we saw the emergence of a men's group and a women's group and a and John and Jeannie's group, just some fresh life there and uh, some initiatives. Uh, some great community events in the summer. Thanks to Rose for organizing that, facilitating that as families. And the magic number last year was $159,390. This is what you guys gave. That's amazing to me. I mean, look at us. Look at us. Where'd that come from? Anybody heard of the loaves and the fishes? This is, uh, includes $134,000 in general giving that came, plus another pro- approximately uh, $25,000 in designated. So what would a meeting like this be without a pie chart? Did anybody bring any pie, by the way? We were supposed to have pie with our pie chart. I know. Well, that explains it. We have a pie chart. So, envision. Envision. Okay. Pie next week, Kathleen said. All right. That's right. For Easter. So, I'm going to just uh, break down for you what these uh, areas were that are how that money was spent, or, or a lot of it, not all of it, because we did finish in the black, which is good. Um, VRC and Gifts is Vineyard Resource Canada. Because we ask you to tithe, because we 
as a church exists because you give of your tithes and your offerings, which we believe is a very healthy process. If we didn't have you giving your tithes and offerings, we could not be a church. God understood that in the New Testament and the Old Testament, and he asked the people to give the first fruits of their offerings towards the, the ministry of the priests in the temple and, and the, the worship set up. Some of that went for the poor, and some of that went for parties with the poor. And, but it was, it was um, a principle that God set up in the Old Testament, and the New Testament affirms that. And, and because of radical, sacrificial, generous giving, um, uh, we've been blessed as a church. And so that came to... Uh, VRC and gifts was... We take the first 5% of our general income, and we are part of a network of churches called the Vineyard Churches of Canada. And so we contribute that. What that does is that provides oversight for our churches. We do missions projects together. We're involved in Asia. We're involved in Rwanda. We're involved in, Africa, in, in, in uh, South America. Many, uh, the Vineyard is exploding in non-Western countries. It's just well, like the rest of the body of Christ. It's exploding. Uh, we're just seeing incredible growth. Uh, they put a moratorium on churches, church planting in Nepal, and within three months, eight more churches had started just because of signs and wonders. So we're part of something bigger than ourselves, and that's why we donate, that's why we give that. Some of that is starting to come back because I'm involved in the national team, so it means that we'll probably start seeing some of that come back to us to be able to hire more staff in the coming days, pastoral assistance, things like that. Uh, so that I can be freed up to do some of the national team work. That also included honorariums and gifts that we gave to uh, the Maasai Choir. I think we gave something like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars towards their school that they gave. So that was included in that amount, even though it's technically missions, but we included it in, in that amount. Missions, 7.2%. That included... Uh, Hope for the Nations and YWAM, specifically Wade and Joanna as YWAM Urban Missionaries. Uh, 1% of our general goes towards that, plus whatever is designated. It, also, whatever is designated towards lower post uh, is included in that amount. And so um, the, the total amount came to about $11,000, $12,000 in, in mission support. That's what we paid for our building, and I'm happy to announce to you that the rent went down this year. And I can just, you know, for a church our size to be paying 12.4% of our budget on a building in Vancouver, that's crazy. God likes us. And so does Michael Collins in the Salvation Army. By the way, he sent a great big thank you for last Saturday. He was just totally stoked. He was in Hawaii while we did the work bee. But uh, didn't look great? Fantastic. Give yourselves a good hand. Anne-Marie, she raised all the funds. Fantastic. And you know, it was funny because I was reading through Luke 16 where Jesus said, and, and it just jumped off the page. He says, if, you will, if you're not going to take care of somebody else's property, who's going to give you your own? And it was like Jesus walked right in the room and talked to me. And I, I, I really feel that, I don't know whether, how that will work, but I do believe that God wants to give us our own place at some point, whatever that looks like. I believe that. Uh, but it means being good stewards now, right? 
So admin, this includes our bookkeeper, accounting costs, it includes some of the hard costs, the, the technical stuff, it includes our insurance, things like that. And then the rest is people, which includes our pastoral staff, it includes our ministries like Chili Wagon, it includes our, our, even our church meals, and when we did it out of the cold, although we didn't do it this past year, um, things like that, worship ministry, kids ministry, those kind of things. So that's the good news. I think that's a fantastic year that we had. We did have some sad news because we had set a budget that required a monthly income last year of about $11,800, and we realized about halfway into the year that it just wasn't sustainable. And so we had to make some painful cuts, and so we had to uh, uh, cut our children's pastor salary, uh, and the budget was then set to about 10200 per month, and this is, this is based on a monthly uh, basis. And so we, we did that recognizing that God is really on kids for our church, so what are we going to do? So we reorganized and looked for ways to do that in a volunteer. Most churches our size, in fact, churches larger than us, do this volunteer. And so we felt we just, God was just calling us to step up. And so a big thank you to Leona, Joanna, to uh, their teams, to Jessica, to Kathleen. Kathleen, by the way, is a volunteer. Some people think she's the pastor's wife, so she has to do She doesn't have to do anything. Sorry, I had to say that, love. She doesn't have to do anything. She's volunteer, all right? And she's been working hard with, with, with Jessica and, and the kids. And a big thanks to Rose, who laid the foundation for them to be able to come in. And uh, did the policies and procedures manual. That was just, just hours and hours and hours of work. And, uh, and, and Rose, you really did prepare the way for this next step. And I know that that was painful. But thank you for just walking through us with that and preparing the way. And the investment that you have made and continue to make. It's, it's really appreciated. All right. All right. Floor hockey, okay, awesome. And Courtney, you know what? You know, six, seven years ago, God clearly said that, you know, lots of people build it and they will come. Yeah. And that feeling when we started to build. And, you know, ever since then, I noticed this. We have had, in general, three women pregnant at all times for five years. <laughs> Funny how that happens. That's awesome. Well, you know, every, every time, my favorite, one of my, one of my favorites of the whole week, my highlights is when our kids come forward and we see them up here and we can bless them and celebrate them. And so thank you for your vision in that. Okay, stand up. Everyone's yelling and announcing. <laughs> we all just practice. <laughs> <laughs> Were you expecting that, Leona? No. Okay. Okay. All right, so there you go. I mean, not that you were... My question was not were you expecting the pregnancy, but were you expecting Dawson to announce it? That's what I meant. <laughs> Got to make myself clear there. Okay. Um, just, that's what a family meeting's all about. There we go, eh? So... Uh, 
So last week our board met and approved the financial statements. They also came up with a budget that's been working on even till late last night, that, which you will have in your folder. Basically, it's, this is just the general part. This is not including designated, but basically the breakdown is that, and you'll see the actual numbers on the budget, which means that for the coming year, uh, our annual general budget will be that number, which broken down is about 10,054, which is, which is just reduced and made it more manageable. And if you follow the offering reports in the PowerPoint, you will see that we're pretty close to that. It, so we, 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 there's kind of this tension where we want to have faith and say we believe God, but we also want to live within our means. So, uh, so what will we do with that money this year? What are we doing? Well, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. We want to continue to cultivate a spirit of welcome in our church. Uh, we, we want to continue to work on children and youth. Remember the 414 window. Um, that, that if anybody is going to come to Christ, chances are it will be, be between these ages, 4 and 14. And so our, our desire is to not only introduce the story to our kids, but also help them understand that they're in the story. So this means not only having a good kids' church and stuff like that, that's good, but it's also... Empowering the parents, because we believe that parents are the, the key disciplers of kids. And so we want to be resourcing parents. And there's an alpha for, for parents, by the way. Uh, so it's a way that could be um, evangelism and parental resourcing and making friends with your neighbors. We're going to continue to embrace the marginalized. Uh, I love the fact that the poor, the, the disenfranchised, can feel at home in our church. And so we're continuing to get behind Chilliwag. And again, that's one of the, when I go, it's the, one of the highlights of my week. And Dave is talking to me. He said he's got a team of about six or eight people that are already interested in, in relaunching out of the cold uh, next October. And so we're going to lobby to the Salvation Army. I was talking to Don today, and he works with the Salvation Army downtown. And he acknowledged that there's a need for it here in the drive. A lot of the homeless in this area don't want to go down to the downtown shelters. They don't feel safe. They're, this is their area. This is their home. And so we're going to lobby for that. And uh, the, the Fijians have said that they want to work with us in that. So we have some ready-made, uh, I don't know, security guard <laughs> bouncers <laughs> as well. And then, of course, Lower Post and First Nations. And our goal this year, are you ready for this? Now, you don't have to embrace this, but this is what came to me. Our goal this year is to reach at least 12 non-Christians for Christ and see them integrated into our church family as growing disciples of Jesus. We will also develop at least 24 continuing conversations with non-Christians. Actually, that second goal could be fulfilled if enough of us just came to Chili Wagon on Tuesday night. Seriously. Um, but because the conversations are wide open, you know, uh, the opportunities are there. Um, but I'd like us to pray for this. But remember, what did we say? We can't pray for the harvest. We pray for workers, right? So we pray for this. But then we say, oh, God, touch our hearts, open our eyes and give us opportunities. So my question is, how will we do this? If we want to do that, how will we do it? Dawson, stand up. Tell us how we're going to do it. Come to the front. Just, what, just give me from your gut. Just three or four sentences of what you, what you see, what you hear. You're an evangelist. Tell me about the park thing. 
Tell us about the idea that you had for the park. Come on up. Dawson, Dawson. Go, Dawson. And, uh, and maybe the seat course and, you know, whatever else. The website, you know, what we're doing okay. there is great. All right. Okay, yeah. Well, there are a million different ways to evangelize. Um, and the whole sermon series was basically that. Be yourself and you understand Christ, you understand the good news, you spread it in a way. But there are ways of being intentional about spreading the good news. So I think in one, um, like one way that I've thought of, and I didn't invent this. I mean, there are tools out there that have been developed by other people that are brilliant at evangelism and discipleship. We don't have to really reinvent the wheel and be like, oh, well, how do we talk about Jesus? How do we develop some kind of a course? Like, I don't know. They have an alpha course. It exists already. But there's something that exists that is much better for Vancouver, I think, and Gordy thinks, for uh, our situation called the Sikh course. S-E-E-K, not like Sikh, like the religion <laughs> Sikh. S-E-E-K, and it was developed by the Boston Vineyard. So, boo, Boston, boo. Yeah, I, yeah. I emailed them and, and said, you know, if there's a Tim Thomas component, we're going to take that out. Um, I don't know if he was a hockey fan or not, but... Um, so, yeah, the seat course. You just go and... You know, you know people, everyone knows somebody that's like, okay, you're on, you're on the fringe. We've talked about Jesus a bunch of times or a few times. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting this vibe that you're interested, but you don't like something. So it's not very difficult. You say, hey, do you want to come to this course? It's about people who are sort of interested in Jesus, people like you. And they say, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's probably. But you just present it and see if they come, give them the information. And then you bring that, those group of people into a, ho- a house and show these videos. Food. Yeah, there's food. There's people that are going to be like them. It's not like, oh, and we'll come and we'll have, you know, eight Christians and we'll just ask you questions. <laughs> no. But so we'll, have, we'll have eight or ten people who are going to be in the same boat as you and one leader. And, you know, that leader is going to be bombarded with questions and lots of food and it's a very relaxed setting. And you can see the first three videos if you just go online. I don't have a link up for it yet because this is the first you've mentioned it. But, uh, yeah, the seat course. Other things like um, Grandview Park's just down there. We go do chili wagon there all the time, right? That's where we do chili wagon. I've been there, like, I think once. But um, that place today is, you know, full of parents and families and all kinds of people. So some of the ideas that I've come up with, and they're not radical, crazy ideas. It's just, let's go have church there. Let's go have a barbecue there and do a service there and do it so everyone can see. So we're not, you know, sequestered in our little Jesus room. Where we can go out and go, yeah, we're, we're not afraid to be out here. Because some of us, you know, we've got to break that fear still. I don't know. Um, so those are simple ideas. Or what about when you're just talking to somebody and you say, they say, yeah, my relative's sick. Oh, do you mind if I pray for them? Oh, that would be great. That's what people say when you ask if you can pray for them. They don't say, oh, no, I don't believe. I'm, I'm a naturalist. I don't believe in the supernatural. They say, oh, thank you for that. So... I don't know. That's just what's in my mind. Yes, me share what's in my mind. So it's awesome. It's exactly I don't know. That's that's it. Yeah. Thanks, Dawson. So so I, I I trusted him. I trusted him. I trusted what was in him, even though I didn't prepare him at all. Because sometimes, to be honest, it's just best to just come out with your gut. Kirsten's got some brilliant ideas. I trust you, Kirsten. Implicitly, this is being recorded. So.
be quick. About a year ago, we finished a community assessment and program uh, development to start a mentorship group um, lunch program in First uh, Nations apartment buildings for uh, moms whose kids are young, like under five and at risk. And uh, unfortunately, we had expected funding from World Vision and it didn't come through. So my prayer is I'm, I'm in a difficult situation because it was uh, my work and I've taken off now. <laughs> But I really still am praying that that will um, take root, even if it just begins a little bit with relationships this year in the community with the people who we would be targeting, that that would begin to take root. And um, I will be reapplying for funding each, time, each year, like each spring. And uh, I was just told that World Vision is really focusing their funding right now on Aboriginal projects. So um, maybe there's a better hope for it this year. That's awesome. Thanks, Kirsten. As a leader, be a leader. <laughs> awesome. A any other have a burning, burning idea for... We're, we're going to have to wrap this up because our kids are, are, are going to need to be picked up. Anne-Marie? Come, come, come. We need, we're recording this, so I, I want to be sensitive. Merrick wants to hear you. <laughs> no. Um... I've, I've been finding that uh, coffee shops, lots of times if you hang out at coffee shops and do your projects or whatever, people are very curious. Um, and then you start having a conversation. Many, many, many times I've ended up sharing Christ with uh, the workers at the coffee shop as well as uh, people that have come there. And uh, like whether it was Yale Town or here. Or, um, and also like our aim is to reach this area. So there's tons of coffee shops. And also... Um, the other thing is corner stores or uh, whatever, wherever you, you shop. Um, oftentimes, like the workers and um, people, like even the managers and stuff, like you get to know them and chat. I, I found, um, like my corner store, the guy was asking me, the Chinese guy, why are you, um, like he said, I, I was one of the few that came to support his um, corner store. And um, because of my dealings with him, he was asking me why, like he was trying to offer me deals. And I was saying, no, um, like, I mean, you need, I, I want to support you uh, in what you do. And um, so it ended up being, uh, he, he asked me why I was doing that. And um, so different things like that. Awesome. And, and Anne-Marie is a natural evangelist. When we were going around to all these shops trying to get uh, uh, supplies, I was amazed at her boldness. And I believe that evangelism is on you, Anne-Marie. And you've been through some tough things. I'm going to just prophesy a little bit. But you've been through some tough things because there's a lot of people that have been through those tough things and they don't have any hope. And they need to know that you've been where they are. And so we bless that gift in you. And Lord, just stir it up. Just stir it up in Anne-Marie. Just bless that. Jen. I know of another way you can get the word of God out, which is by doing outreach, whether it be with Chili Wagon or with other organizations on the downtown east side, because I found doing outreach myself, you build a rapport with people, and then people see your character and how you behave, and they're curious about you, and they ask you, and then you tell them, oh, because I believe in Jesus, or because I've been following, I say, the Jesus program, <laughs> that's why I'm able to do what I'm doing, and then they're curious more, curious, well, how'd you do that, how'd you get involved in Jesus, and you can invite them to church or whatever you do, I, don't know, I found it works for me. 
Awesome. Thank you, Jim. That's true. Evolving in social justice um, is, 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 an, is an obvious door opener. We don't do it as, an, as a hidden agenda. We, we do it anyway. But if we are who we are, then obviously we're going to share what's precious to us. Well, we're out of time. I'm sorry. But did you notice my discipline in that I left that blank? Isn't that great? Because that's your, that's where you, that's where we fill in the space, right? So if you have questions about some of the particulars and the financial statements, please talk to any member of our stewardship team particularly, uh, or if there's things about the church, the direction, the vision, pl please talk to me or any of our oversight team. I am blessed to be a part of you. I'm blessed to be in this place. I'm blessed to be in this time. God is good. He has blessed us. And uh, yay, church, yay, God. Why don't we stand? Father, it's been a full morning, and we're blessed, Lord, by all that you're doing and, and all that you're saying. And Lord, as we walk from this place, take us by the hand and empower us as your church to do what the Father's doing. Uh, Lord, continue to lead us. Lord, help us to make room for growth. Lord, help us to, to trust you, to take the risks that um, you're calling us to take, Lord, and to be faithful and obedient to that. Thank you, Lord. Uh, there, there's just so, so many wonderful things you have for each one of us, Lord, and thank you for this adventure that you've called us in together. Help us to be like the Trinity, Lord. Help us to, 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 in love, serve one another, to cheer one another on, to champion each other. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. Have a great week. Happy Easter. Don't forget, Good Friday, 1030, and next Sunday.